and welcome to In the Rising podcast. Thank you for spending time with me today. My name is Bettina and this is the platform I have chosen to talk about living a life that is not full of regret, living a life that we are proud of, excited about, and really can live the life that we want to say, hey, that was mine. I did everything I could. And walking away from the shame blame game, which we know does nothing for us, right? And so I like to start off by saying I'm not a counselor, psychiatrist, psychologist. I am a newly certified life coach, but I am not a professional that has lots of lots of training so far as their background and different theories or anything like that. But I have had the opportunity to speak with, at this point, thousands, thousands of people who share how they're feeling at some moment and they attribute it to their physical situation. But it has a time when they get to evaluate their emotional, psychological, their spiritual journey. And that's where this podcast comes from. So today I wanted to encounter the topic of mindfulness and self-esteem, but not in how can we get more and more self-esteem. So we have had, I think from 2000, no, 1987 to 2006, there's been this great push of, you know, we are loved, we are liked. It's almost like that show where we think about Sally Fields, everybody likes me or somebody likes me or something of that nature where we are liked, that we are valued by other people or we should be valued. And anything average is an insult. But we have to be bigger and better and more wonderful. And we already are bigger and better and more wonderful. And what we've seen is this has led to a huge increase in narcissism. We've seen a huge increase in children being less emotionally aware of what their statements and actions have to other children now more than ever. I'm not talking about bullying. That's, I think, almost part of the human experience. It's just so common through multiple generations. But that is not about self-esteem. That is about power and control. And as long as there's a human being, I think we're always going to look for power and control. But to be aware of someone else and how we interact with them and how we are, that takes a little bit more awareness. So what I'd like to talk about is how mindfulness, the practice of being mindful or present right now, not in five minutes from now, not in a year from now, not in two years from now, not in 10 years from now, what you're going to say, what you're going to do. And I'm not talking about visualization. I'm talking about being right here in this moment. If you're hanging out with someone, having a cup of coffee, that you're not thinking about last night, what you want to buy, the errands you have to do, the bills you have to pay, that right in that moment, you're drinking a cup of coffee and you're present and you're realizing that you're enjoying this cup of coffee and your friend is enjoying this cup of coffee. Same action, same moment, but they're enjoying it so much more. So self-esteem is something we work to have more of, but it doesn't take much to have it go out the window. For example, if you give a presentation and you essentially bomb it um, and people or people badmouth you, people 
blast you on the internet. People blast you at work. Your own friends and family get on your case. Your self-esteem can be injured. It's hurtful. But knowing that your self-esteem can be hurt and go down and come back up, almost like a baby roller coaster, what can we do to maintain more of an equilibrium, no matter the circumstance? And so this article, which um, was talked about by Kristen Neff, who actually uh, works at Harvard and has done a lot of research on this, talked about using self-comparison. And self-comparison is more when we're kind to ourselves, when we look at our experience through a human experience. So I'm not evaluating my situation right now just as I'm the only one that's ever gone through this. But I know that I'm also a parent that has a child at home during the middle of a pandemic who's trying to teach things, who's trying to make ends meet, who's trying to be present with their child and still exhausted. I know I'm not the only one. Um, But just being aware of that and understanding that the human experience of feeling inadequate or exhausted is really a human experience. And when I think of it as a human experience, I open the door wide open to see that that is for something that men may experience, uh, whether you're straight, whether you're gay, whether you live in China, whether you live in Nigeria, whether you live in the United States, it's a human experience. And suddenly I have a lot more people who are on this experience with me as opposed to being alone. And I have to have more and more self-esteem and being aware of our negative thoughts and emotions. Last week, I talked a lot about toxic positivity, and I had a lot of feedback um, that it's okay to feel these things. It's okay to be um, negative sometimes. We cannot just be positive, positive, positive. But when you're mindful of your negative thoughts and your emotions, it's not when you're tucking them away to deal with at another time. You're actually aware that you're having them. So let's start with the first one, self-kindness. You know, self-compassion is when you're kind to yourself. You're not uber self-critical. And basically, you treat yourself the same way you treat good friends, lovely family. You know, but when you look at yourself and you're like, you're an idiot for thinking that, Bettina, or um, you know what? You knew better. Why did you do that mistake again? You should have known this. You could have seen that a million miles away. Why did you walk into that problem? Well, that's not being kind to myself. And in that moment, I'm looking at myself as though I'm not a human being who makes mistakes. We all are. We're not perfect. And why should we be so self-centered and selfish where we're just thinking that we have to be harshly criticism, uh, criticizing ourselves? Well, I could have known if only if, if 20 years ago I had done this, if 15 years ago I had done this. That might be, but you don't know what else would have come out of that situation. Maybe you would have gone to school there. Maybe you would have dropped out. Maybe something would have happened. You just don't know the end of that road. So being self-critical tends to make us insecure, depressed, 
And it also makes us afraid to take on new challenges because we're like, well, if I fail, I have to, you know, self-flagellate. Like, I failed again. I'm not doing this. Or we're on the other hand, like, well, you know, it's just the way that is. And I have no control. No. I mean, if you have control to be negative, you have control to be positive. You have a control over something. But being kind to yourself is also something you can control. Stop looking for full validation from other people because they're a little bit busy trying to validate themselves. And that goes for family, friends, workers, co-workers. And so having that self-kindness is really essential. So that recognizes that we are here to comfort others, but sometimes it is possible that we are the one who needs to be comforted. I had talked about the common humanity um, and that compassion really does mean to suffer with. So when I'm feeling compassion, I'm, I'm there with someone. I'm taking away the self-pity, the poor me. Oh, this is all me. How did you do this to me? Why did you do this to me? How could someone do this to me? But realizes that this situation is likely very common, that you're going through this situation is maybe a hardship that's outside of your current control. But instead of going to why, you know, that moment when it's like, well, this shouldn't be happening or why me? Why was this not happening the way I wanted it to happen? And on and on and on. We don't realize then in that moment that a lot of people have had situations that are equally bad, worse, worse. And the issue is not really why me, but why not me? So getting away from the idea that we are, we are so special that we're not supposed to have pain, we're not supposed to have heartbreak, that we're not supposed to have physical issues, mental issues, um, you know, emotional issues, that we are somehow so special that we don't have a regular human experience because it makes us feel that we're not human and we are. And we recognize that, you know, when we talk to people with similar issues, for example, um, someone who's been a single parent for a while, when someone tells me about what they're going through, I hear them, but I really feel them. I can, I can, I can understand where they're coming from, which is a completely different experience, but I can hear and feel at the same time I'm with them. Because I may be in that same spot and have been and am. When things are not quite the way I want them to, there's always someone that has been through something similar. And being aware, mindful of how I feel about it makes me less alone, makes me feel that my self-esteem isn't the problem. I don't have to be in depression. I just have to recognize a a basic truth. I am somehow a human being still. (laughs) And the last one is mindful. So being mindful is just being aware of that present moment and really experiencing it fully and recognize, recognize that you don't have to have every moment be happy. Recognize when you are feeling depressed, recognize that you are not in a place where you feel your best. But you're allowed to give yourself the compassion that you need, 
the same way you would give compassion to another friend, you are allowed to recognize that you can be kind to yourself and be supportive of yourself. And also recognize that this hurts. It's not necessarily the favorite part. But doing that, taking a step away from having it all figured out, which is something a lot of us like to do. You know, I'll I'll figure it out all on my own. I'll pay for it all on my own. I will do this all on my own, which is something I tend to be susceptible for. Um, But you're relying completely on yourself. And we are not designed to rely completely on ourselves. And that is part of the failure. Just being aware in that moment that we are allowed to feel positive. We are allowed to feel sad. And it has nothing to do with our self-esteem. But we are allowed to have that self-compassion in that moment. And hopefully this speaks out to someone. So I thank you all for listening today. I appreciate your time. And until next week, let's keep building one another up.